Well, grace and peace, beloved of God, this is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and we are saying a good God bless you and a good morning. Thank you so much for joining us this morning for Alwyn Zion Travell's prayer and impartation call. This is the day that the Lord has made, and so we're going to go ahead and rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you so much for waking up this morning and for joining us in a time of prayer and spiritual impartation. You can meet us here. We are here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're brothers and sisters from around the country and abroad. We like to come together to lock arms to pray, to seek the Lord while he may be found, and to call upon him while he is near. If this is your first time joining us this morning, we are saying praise the Lord and welcome. We pray that as this may be your first time joining us, that it will definitely not be your last time joining us. You can meet us here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning for prayer. And to all of you, our faithful prayer partners, you know I love you. You know I'm praying for you. You know I appreciate you. You know I look forward to this time together. And I carry all of you in my heart. I carry you in my heart. I carry you in my spirit. I carry you in my mind. I'm always praying for you praying for your family. I'm always thinking about you, so I pray you all are doing well. Um, Of course, you know, I have a small devotional that I want to share with you this morning. I'm going to come to you two passages out of Matthew. Grab your Bibles and go with me to Matthew. We're going to read two passages. The first passage is going to come out of Matthew, Matthew chapter 18, and then... We're going to read out of Matthew chapter number six. I want to talk about letting it go, letting it go, let it go, letting it go. Some of us are letting it go, and some of us just need to let it go. Whatever one applies to you the most, that's what I want you to do. Just take it for yourself. Let it go. This is what God gave me for you today, to let it go. Somebody just say, Lord, I'm going to let it go. Whatever it is, I'm going to let it go. Whatever it is that is bothering me, whatever whatever it is that's causing me this stress, whatever it is that's getting my focus off of where it should be, I am letting it go. Do me a favor, and why don't you invite someone to prayer this morning? Um, for those of you that are on Facebook, you can go. We just did a little post inviting people to prayer. Go and share that or take that number, this five six three nine 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 one five three nine, and uh, share it with somebody. Excuse me, I have some. Uh, hold on one second. Okay, sorry about that. Um, take the number and uh, share it with somebody. All right, let's go to Matthew chapter number eighteen first, and we're going to start reading at verse twenty one. Matthew 18 and 21, and for this, I'm going to read it out of the uh, King James Version. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who has sinned against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money from him. 
in the process, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay, so the master ordered that he be sold, along with his wife, his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, please be patient with me, and I will pay it all back. Then his master was filled with pity for him, and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient with me, and I will repay it, he pleaded, but his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that ridiculous debt because you, that tremendous debt, because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what the Heavenly Father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and your sisters from your heart. Wow, what a powerful scripture. Let's go to um, Matthew chapter number 6. And let's go, let's start at verse 7. Matthew 6 and 7. But when you pray... Use not vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask. After this manner therefore pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Hallelujah. Somebody say, let it go. Yes, 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 yes. Somebody somebody say, let it go. Um, The Lord has, as I was in prayer for you, for today, specifically for today, I was asking God, what is it that he wanted me to say to you? And what is it that he wanted me to tell you? And um, what the Lord um, said to me to tell you was 
to let it go. And he took me here to this passage in Matthew chapter 18 when Peter is coming to God and he's saying, Lord, when someone has done me wrong, when, when someone has mishandled me, when someone has lied on me, when, when someone has not uh, held up their end of the bargain in a relationship, when someone who should have been there to help me hurt me, Peter is asking God, I, I know that you have told us to forgive, but, but, but when people do me wrong, Lord, how, how often, how, how long, how long, how, how, how many times am I supposed to forgive them? How many times am I supposed to say, don't worry about it? How, how many times am I supposed to say, no problem? How many times am I supposed to turn the other cheek? How, how, what do you expect from me to do? What, what do you expect from me? What do you expect from me? I'm in these relationships with my business partners, and, 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 and they're in t- unintegral. I'm, I'm in this relationship with this man. I'm in this relationship with this woman. And, and, and they keep saying that they're sorry, but they keep doing the same thing over and over again. How, how many times do you want me to forgive these people at my church who keep lying on me and they're Christians? Peter, Peter saying, God, Jesus, I have a question for you today. How many times? And then Peter says this. He says, do you want me to forgive them seven times? Now, why did people, why did Peter say seven times? Why did Peter say seven times? Why didn't he say five times? Why why didn't he say a hundred times? Why did he say seven times? Because um, in in, in biblical times, the, the number seven represented perfection. And so Peter knew that. And so he says, well, uh, maybe, you know, he had a little insight. Maybe um, you're trying to work some things out of me. So, you know, maybe I, I need to just to forgive them seven times. You know, maybe I'm going to forgive my children. You know, they got seven times, and after the seventh time, <laughs> if they can, you know, I'm, I'm going to forgive this man one more time, and he got, this is going to be his seventh time. And if he ain't got this thing right his seventh time, I'm going to forgive these people one more time. They got, well, come on, Zion, you know how we talk. You got one more time to do me wrong. You got one more time to lie on me. Come on, Zion. You got you got one more time to mishandle me. You got you got one you got one more time to treat me like that. You got one more time. I know I'm saved. I know I got the Holy Ghost, but you got one more time because you about to be on your seventh time. You got one more time. Oh, that's not the attitude Jesus says to have. What does Jesus come back with and say? Jesus said no. <laughs> he said no. He said no. He said, no, Peter, no, not seven times, but 70 times seven. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. Somebody say, I'm letting it go today. Somebody somebody say, I'm, I'm letting it go today. Come on. Somebody say, I'm letting it go today. In other words, what, what, what Jesus is saying, Jesus is saying is that uh, I, 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 uh, your forgiveness must be better than perfect. 
See, seven represented the number of perfection. But when Jesus says, no, I want you to forgive 70 times seven, he's saying your forgiveness, you're thinking about being perfect, but your forgiveness must be better than perfect. It must, it must be perfect perfection. Hallelujah. Because here, 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 here's the thing. How many times has God forgiven us? Come on, Zion. I, I need you to be real with, with yourself this morning. I don't need you to be real with me. I don't even need you to be real with God because God already knows, and it doesn't even really matter for me because I'm not your judge. You be real with yourself. How many times have you gone to God for forgiveness? I'll ask it to you this way. How many times should you have asked for forgiveness, but you did it because you knew he was a forgiving God? Come on. And he forgave you anyway. How many times have we mishandled God? How many times have we uh, not done right by God? And he forgives us anyway. No, Jesus is saying, he's saying, listen, your forgiveness must be perfect perfection. Somebody say perfect perfection. Perfect perfection. And then he goes on and he gives this parable. Uh, and this is the parable. It's known as the parable of the unforgiving servant. And what's happening here and with, with, with this particular uh, 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 servant is that uh, he owes his master uh, a, a, lot, a lot of money. Oh, he owes him. He he owes him a a, a lot of money. Uh, the Bible says, "Let me let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it back. Let me see. It, I highlighted it. Uh, oh, I can't. Oh, he owed him millions of dollars. <laughs> he, it turns out that he owed him millions of dollars, and and his master, his master forgave him." He gave him another chance. I want you to follow this. He gave him another chance. He gave him the opportunity to get it right. But then when somebody came and did the same thing to him that he did to his master, he had no forgiveness. He wants to hold a grudge. He wants to throw him in jail. No, this is not this is not the way that it works. And then so what is what is what is his master? He called him a wicked he he calls him a wicked and an evil servant. I, I I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about that we mess up all the time in our lives. We sin against God. We sin against our friends. We sin against our loved ones. Uh, but but when we go to God again and again. Seeking his forgiveness, Jesus tells us that the Father will generously bestow his forgiveness upon us. But so so but if we we if we cannot in turn offer that same generous forgiveness to those who have sinned against us, then 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 God is saying then then I can't keep forgiving you. See, this is why you got to let it go. Come on, because, see, you, when, when you hold on to what people have done against you, then you block your flow. Oh, come on, Zion. You block your flow. You block your flow of blessing. You block your flow of breakthrough. You block your flow of increase. Come on. And I, I need somebody to say, I need too much from God to have my flow blocked. 
I, I, I need too much from God to be mad at you. No, I'm, I'm going to let it go. Matter of fact, it's cool. Come on, just put that, put, somebody put that in your spirit. It's cool. Somebody put that, it's, it's, a, it's cool in your spirit. No, it's, it's cool because, see, when people trespass against you, that it's something in them. It don't have nothing to do with you. And so we, listen, so, so when we go here, when we go, when we go, when we go back over to Matthew chapter 6, when we go back to Matthew chapter 6, what, what this is telling us is, is, that, is that forgiveness is, is a serious matter. Come on. For, for, forgiveness is, somebody say that with me, forgiveness is a serious matter. He, 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 he says in verse 12, and forgive us our debts. We forgive our debtors. Forgive us as we forgive. The, 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 the extent to which you forgive others is the extent to which you will be forgiven. I'm, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I know many of you don't know me personally, but I'm going to tell you something about me. I don't hold no grudges. Child, I be done forgot we were supposed to be mad at each other. I be done forgot that I'm supposed to be mad at you because I'm cool. I'm over it. It's done. Listen, it happened whether you apologize or not. I'm not going to stay there. I'm not going to stay there. And what God is saying to us this morning, brothers and sisters, is that we are holding on to things that are, we are holding on to offenses that are prohibiting us from moving forward. We are holding on to offense. Well, I don't really know why he did that to me. And I don't really know why she said that about me. And I don't really know why they treat me like that. Now, I'm not saying that these things don't hurt. I'm not saying that you're not affected by it. Of course you're affected by it. Of course you're human. But there can be a place that you can get in God where you do not walk in offense. You walk in love and forgiveness. You have the attitude of Christ who said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. This is the posture that you have in your spirit, knowing, let me tell you something, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sow, that shall he also reap. This is a spiritual principle that cannot be avoided. It is a spiritual principle that cannot be denied. When people mishandle you, they will reap what they sow. It is not your responsibility to try to be the judge. It is not your responsibility to try to uh, uh, bring correction to them. It is your responsibility to forgive and let it go. And as you forgive, as you forgive, and as you let it go. I'm telling you, God is opening up the windows of heaven. He is expecting spiritual maturity out of you. He is expecting a level of grace, and you have been walking with God long enough by now that you ought to be able to say, Father, forgive them. You ought to be able to say, 